0: Your late. So, my first question was obviously why the name Breakfast with the Well, we were
1: doing music one day, and Don actually came up with it. He could explain
2: it a bit more. I
1: believe it came from one of your tracks. Right? Yeah,
2: Breakfast with the Justice was just a line from an old song that I wrote back in the day. Uh, I forgot exactly what the line was, but it was a song. It was a song about some spaceship, basically, mm-hmm. and. I think the song had something to do with, I arrived late because I, I was having breakfast with the Jacksons, something mm. like that. And I just really fucked that line, and so it all kind of stuck in my head. So when it kind of came back around that he was talking about the idea of a podcast, maybe four years ago now? I think so, man. it might be five. A long time ago, when we were first talking about this. Uh, so, just basically us talking that out, I just kind of brought up that idea, and we thought that would be a good name. It was originally going to be just kind of a breakfast show that we did live on camera on YouTube, but of course it's changed into a bunch of different things now. And that's what it is today. Okay. Good. Uh, honestly, they do do
0: a lot of things. If you haven't noticed or follow them on Instagram, please do. Breakfast with the Jetsons, okay? They have their visuals for artists out there who want to get some music out, with some visuals for it. They have interviews, which we are now collabing on as well. So if you want any much, just hit us up, okay? Sure. And um, on three is the fact that we are also going to be doing the music reviews. So if you have any music out there that you just drop, or maybe you haven't even dropped it, you just want some, some ear, different ears to listen unbiased, hit us up. We gotcha. So, my second question would definitely be: what projects have you done as a collab, like since you've been doing breakfast with the that you're most proud of right now? Hmm. And you guys ever answer one if you sing one?
1: corner, but honestly, probably right now. I really think, like,
2: <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, like, me and
1: talking, like, back and forth about just, like, building the team and just, like, mm-hmm. progressing and, like, just right now feels like the best time just up versus adjusting.
2: I would say right now, yeah, because right now we're just going in the fastest motion that we've ever been since we started. Yeah, Most moves being made this year, ever, so far, you know what I'm saying? We're finally starting to mon- monetize things mm-hmm. and get things together on that side. So, yeah, right now, Basically, season four is our best project so far. Yeah.
0: And I am happy enough to be here, okay? Like, literally, y'all know like some of my old, my old head poaching politics. Like, we had to hurt ourselves a little break, you know what I'm saying? Had to get it together, because I knew when I came back, I wanted to be crazy. And now, look, the collab is crazy, mm-hmm. so everything coming together perfectly. So, mmm <laughs> period, that's so all I have to say. Since this is what we're doing now, where do you see us being in the next ten years? Ten years?
1: Honestly, that's a good question. Mm. Ten years?
2: we probably be doing everything to the office with you. What we were talking about last night at is we do want to have a physical building. Mm. A physical place to have all of our stuff in one place that everybody can meet at. I like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's our next probably. Okay, mm. And honestly, I,
0: like I said before, honestly, I'm like trying not to be floored right now because I'm supposed to be the interviewer, but I'm definitely floored. So I just want to say thank y'all, you know what I'm saying, for even considering me to partner with y'all. you know what I'm oh, saying? Because I've been making moves, but I've been making moves in silence. So the fact that y'all pee, like that really means a lot. So No, no for sure. I'm yeah. totally
1: like, the, the minute after we had that first interview with you, it was like, yo, like, she is great at communication, like, I think mm-hmm. she would be, like, we were interviewing you, but I was like, yo, she would be perfect to do that. <laughs> and we were just thinking about just expanding and just adding people to the team and stuff, and we be like, yo, like, I really want to know, like, if she'd be interested, because, like, like I said, you're perfect at, like, we love the interview,
2: mm-hmm. that was one of the best interviews we did, that season three, yes. so, yeah. Honestly, before we even did the interview, Went went into it saying, Yo, we gotta ask her to collab Like, before we even did the interview, really, he was already ready to ask me that. That's no, crazy. I, like that. I was
0: masterminded too. Now nah, I'm gonna say that out loud. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> as soon as I seen you all page, I seen your job, okay? Please. Um, oh, my yeah. homie, Mikey Amor. Mike Legge, appreciate you, yo. As soon as I saw that job, I was like, Oh, yeah, they like that. So I was like, well, yeah, I started plotting in my head. I was like, when I come, I need to come, I need to present, and I need to go. <laughs> That's what I did. So That's
1: hard, dude. Period.
0: So like you said, music, visuals, interviews, music reviews. We was also talking about some other ideas, too. Um, I know y'all had a lot, and I had a lot. So it was like, now we got to sift through all these different things, because I'm telling you, we're about to pop off. What, you said this is season four, Brianna. Season four. Yeah. By season five, <laughs> it's gonna be wild, okay? Sorry. Woo! So, are you guys self-taught? I know you come from a similar but different background. Do you come from a similar different background. I see how you guys were able to blend together all the things that you guys do. So, were you guys self-taught, or did you guys go to school for this? Was it kind of like you in high school, come across in college? You know. Um, for me. Uh, definitely self-taught,
1: but my mother actually did radio when I was younger, so I was always used to watching her, just do it on her own, making edits. Like so, I would just say about like, not directly but indirectly, I was always like learning sitting and beeping like media stuff, like from her. um, Yeah, and then
2: with me and him at the same time, big fans of Joe Budden podcast. I'm mm-hmm. um, really
1: just sitting and watching it and. We were doing music and there was a point to where we we're doing music but it was like we couldn't really get any interviews ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um so mm-hmm. we kinda came with the idea of like, yo, like how about we start our own podcast? We would be active musicians and active podcasters at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like we can't get any interviews, we do interviews ourselves. Mm-hmm. So like mine, that's kinda how I started stuff.
2: So. Mm-hmm. I say reminding, yeah, it's definitely more self-taught. Uh, I've always just been into writing music, I've always done that since a young age. And I've always just kind of been into that scene, looking at other people, studying music, and just kind of being that thing. But never imagined myself doing a podcast or something, talkative it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of more of an idea brain brought to me, and I just kind of came more around to it when we talked about it. And we eventually found a way to blend out ideas and make this work. For sure. Definitely make it work. Okay. <laughs> So uh, that concludes my questions
0: as of right now. Do y'all have any questions for me, or if anyone wants to have any questions? Drop in the comments, let us know. You know, this is not just for us chatting this for y'all too, because we definitely want anybody who's interested to get be involved, because we're trying to get booked and busy, and we're trying to make you booked and busy too. You know what I'm saying? Feed off the energy. You know I'm, <laughs> you know I'm saying. So
1: yeah. Um, for me, um, as far as poetry and politics directly, where do you see that going? Do you have anything specifically you want to do, like as far as changing or adding to it?
0: It's like I'm torn in my head because the foundation of voting politics was being able to buy other people's music but also giving the uh, outlook into what I see going on mm-hmm. in current events-wise. And also it was like, COVID cool first hit, so I had nothing else to do and I wanted to talk about something because it was crazy. So after that. People started watching, I was like, All right, cool. But now I also feel like I want to also involve other things involving music because what I'm doing now is good, but I want to be better. So that's why when you guys came to me, it was like, Look, I want to collab with y'all. I'm like, Okay, boom, like it's just another level that we can get on. So, both stream politics wouldn't be done without y'all. So it's like, Whatever we do, same thing, <laughs> same brand, you know what I'm
2: saying? <laughs> so, yeah. I would just ask, did you ever imagine yourself doing something like that when you were younger, or did you, uh, were thinking you would be on just doing music? Honestly, I've always been in love with just
0: live television, cameras, because that's what I grew up with. Like, I was in church, I went to a mega church, so we have mm-hmm. live services. I went from being a camera person, figuring out camera shots were, listening to the dude in my headset, you know what I'm saying? to maybe one two three years later i'm in the booth all these different tvs i'm looking at all the different cameras and i'm calling the shots and that's before i even got to college so by the time i got out of high school i worked at a live tv station and after that i was like i want to be a person in the booth every single time like i'm good on being a camera person i don't mind it but when it's live tv like it's just a different feeling versus when you got footage and then you're editing it it's like a totally different rush and i just feel like live it's probably why I like doing the lives on my Instagram, you know, so. For sure, that's you know, fine. I'm trying to make it different cameras, different screens, you know what I'm saying, really live TV. So I guess to your last question to me. I'm trying to get better at live,
1: but it's just sometimes i just be either high as fuck, so i <laughs> the whole time, or just, like, <laughs> real, like, it's just be I like, alright, cool, we'll say, let me get the people engaged, just be looking there, watch people run, just
2: yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm trying to to just get bad at doing things like live and just like in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you say you went to a mega church. Are you from Richmond? No, I'm
0: from Jersey. No. I'm, yeah, I'm from Jersey. I went to Richmond maybe five years ago. Yeah, 2017. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely been a different experience here. Uh, obviously, I miss my friends in Jersey, but I've definitely made some really dope connections here too. And I told myself I wasn't really going to be here after X amount of years. And now I feel like I'm going to have to be here for a longer amount of time. <laughs> that's fine with me, you know. It's not a problem. I just feel like it's definitely more opportunities out here for me in this moment. So I'm going to take them. What's working like at Mega Trace like? Um, honestly, it's one of those things where if you don't love it, it's not really for you. Like, it's obviously people want to be able to give back to the community and things Great, And whatever service that you want to do, do it. Community service is great. But I know for me, camera work is one of those things where you got to have an eye for it, too. You know, if, <laughs> you can have a camera person and it's great that they're there. But if they don't really know the basics, then it's hard to do things live. Versus mm-hmm. if it was pre-recorded, then you can edit it. So as a person in the booth, maybe you have four camera people, but two of them might not be experienced. Now you're trying to work with the two camera people that you got and then try to fit in the other two when you can't. It's things like that 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 stick with me and then just the buttons and the keys, like I just miss it. Like I miss it so much and it's like I would love to get that kind of opportunity and or or do it for myself. Alright, we gotta build that. that. Right? Live TV. I'm telling you, it's it's a different feeling. You just gotta come prepared, honestly. And it's like some people can go up there and vibe out, but at the end of the day, when you look at people like Joe Budden or what's name Joe Rogan or all these other big podcasters out there, at the end of the day, they got a topic for what they're talking about, and they're using that topic to fill up time. Yeah. So if you can't have anything to say after five minutes, you need to find a different to- topic. to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> it's simple as that. So, yeah.
2: Something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. anyway, so far you six, do you plan at, at one point you were doing it live, right? Like in person?
0: Um, no, I think it's always been on my phone to see that sometimes I might have people helping me, you know what I'm saying, with the setup and things like that, and sometimes I do it by myself. Yeah. Sometimes I'm actually with the person I'm interviewing, so um, me and them are face to face. But I got it live on my Instagram, so it's intense. Who's
1: probably the favorite person you've interviewed so far? Mm-hmm. What do you got? Mm.
0: Justin is prime. Okay. He was the first person who ever came to my show, so mm-hmm. big ups to him. For sure. Uh- Bobby Sage, cause me Good and him had Sage. a I lovely love conversation, you. and Bobby I love you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I had Shayla Soul on there, shout out to open all that soul on Tuesdays, Good okay, show. and I'm trying to get 7 from a lot of Mondays on there next, that's another person at 7, if you see this, hit me up, <laughs> and yeah, I'm just trying to hit up all my really dope female artists right now in the area, so, well, I definitely want to talk to you. And we definitely got some really dope people coming up soon, so you gotta be on the lookout sure. for that. Yeah. Shout out to Monty coming on Monday, alright? Sure. So you can find that live on here, Foxtream Politics. Follow us and follow Breakfast with the Justice. No, okay. sure. i don't have
2: anything else at the moment. That hmm. was a little instruction for me. <laughs> what you got, Mikey? <laughs>
3: Shit. <clears throat> Let's see. Um
2: so we got time.
3: Yeah. got time. So what inspired you to start making podcasts? Talking
0: shit. Yeah. Oh. Um honestly just loving film and camera work and things like that. And just wanting to try for myself. And I took classes in high school with uh, video editing, things like that, so I definitely kickstarted to using Final Cut Pro was really cool when you knew how to use it so I just felt like if I took those same tools and then tried to do something for myself it would be pretty cool and I came out with one episode that was actually like completed and it wasn't live it was actually you know post uh, post-edit footage that I had to put together mm-hmm. so that's definitely a harder you know, thing for me to do, but I wanted to challenge myself, and I challenged myself, and I did it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, great, but I want to do this, but I don't want to take up all this time trying to do it. I want to be boom, boom, boom. So I'm like, well, am I going to have to sit here and learn how to edit faster, or am I just going to do a live for an hour, and then after that, I get out of the way and I come up with my day? For sure. And that's what I chose to do. So, yeah. Oh, that be crazy, man. crazy. Big up
2: to y'all.
3: Okay, so I got I got a follow up. So for everybody that's obviously in presence right now, what is your biggest inspiration to what you're doing right now? Like who who what whatever whatever it is. Like what's your biggest inspiration that's like making you go forward in your your craft right now? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, for me, it
1: mm-hmm. would be a question. One, one would be my mother. Um, she's been an inspiration and she's been very encouraging um, from the start of us doing music like back then she's been encouraging since then and the second one would be myself honestly bro like i've been gotten to points where i start to inspire myself and keep
2: on going like yeah that's probably it for me yeah for me it's probably about the same thing i would say myself for one because you know i just got to get moving you know what i'm saying i'm like proving things different things to myself and that i can do different things and it's my people's man. I like saying my people's do well. My people's eat good. I want to always get to that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Honestly, I have the same answers as them. My family, and myself,
0: because without my family, I wouldn't be here right now. And there's times where I I critique myself when other people critique me. Mm-hmm. So I need to fight that battle internally. And I feel like as I start to lean off on myself, sometimes be like, look, it's okay. Like you're good, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and actually give myself props, then I'm able to flourish a little bit more. Because I can, you know, be your own enemy sometimes, and I'm not trying to do that. And that's probably why some things in my life that could have happened sooner happen a little bit later. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's little things like that. So, yeah. No,
2: doubt that I feel like Hey, that's a common thing. You feel like I'm an artist, though. Oh, yeah. No. It's real artist shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was not having struggle. Ooh, I have a question now. Your
0: best performance and your worst performance. Everybody needs to say their answer. Um, you <laughs> talking about like live performance? Or live performance. Or, um, whew, that's, that's the one take thing right there. That's all you get. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Shoot, I'll even go first. to one, so y'all can think. Sure, so sure. my my worst performance. It had to be probably like my second show. It was at the Camel, and that place was rocking that night. <laughs> and uh, if you know me as an artist, you know I don't really fit in with the rap, you know, scene. Like I can spit my bars, but I'm gonna be spitting about my feelings. I'm not gonna be spitting <laughs> about anything else. So when I go up on stage, yeah. To me, it's hard. Everybody else in the audience is kind of just standing there. And mind you, I just got to Richmond, so I didn't know anybody, like, except for a handful of people, you know what I'm saying, who's actually in the music scene. So I'm just sitting there, I get off stage, and I'm like, damn, like, did I do that or
2: not?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa. And mind you, it was like the first time me actually being on stage with, like, mad people there. And I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> I was honestly taken aback. And on top of that, nobody knew me, so when I went on stage, it was kind of like, <laughs> dead-ass style, like, <clears throat> like, we hear somebody call me, and the audience I'm like, damn, like, not a, not a clap, That's Nothing? That's <laughs> how Not encouraging at all. Like, I and, was uh, like, hey, took <laughs> But yeah, but if anything, that just kind of... Um, it hurt for a second, but then if, if anything by the next show, like I had people who was saying I was trash, trying to come up to me and work. And even if it wasn't for music, I was doing other things that would make them interested. So I'm like sitting there, mm. how the tables to turn. And yeah, sure, I can work with you, or maybe I won't, it just depends, because you might have said something and you didn't know who I knew at the time. And even if I didn't know at that point, if I knew later on and they came back and told me something, I'm going to be looking at you like, okay, Yeah, best performance <laughs> I just thought that was good yeah. but best performance it had probably had to be at Open All That Soul because when I say that like band be hitting every Tuesday night every Tuesday night <laughs> so definitely pop out to Sunday's Every Soul Cool," for Open All That Soul, okay? For sure.
1: But yeah best and worst? I think I figured out mine. so in the best one um, I was with uh, Mikey Ambro, and our boy Jay, we were in D.C. Uh, you remember that performance? Um, the winner of that performance would, got a place at the A3, A3C Festival? I think that's what it was.
3: Yeah. But um,
1: anyway, we killed that shit. Like, we've always, um, like, growing up, like... I always refer to, like, Misfits and shit. But that, that's what that is, like, us three. Uh, like, um, we, would, we would do music constantly and perform constantly. And that was the best one we had. We were killing it, like, back-to-back. Everybody killed that shit. Then... Like...
3: Wasn't there a fight outside?
1: Yeah! Okay, so... <laughs> it went downhill. So... Like, we were like, probably second to last, third to last. Killed mm. our shit <clears> out <throat> like, Maybe, like, one or two other people finished there. So they finished, and... I don't even remember how it, like, ended. Like... I think... You remember how it ended? Nah... It was- somehow we ended up outside. And then we was cool, but we were hyped, but we, we know we killed that shit. Mm-hmm. And then Trey got the information, Trey was like our, our manager back then, he he got the information we won, but then, nah, did the fight
3: ring out before we left? Yeah, it happened before we left, cause like, I th- that's
1: why we left, yeah,
3: okay, cause there was a fight broke, but like, literally there's like a couple more acts, but like, they didn't even get to perform, cause dudes started fighting outside, so they had to like, end the performance, or the contest early, cause dudes was outside fighting, so like, as far as we knew, we won that joint, cause, the other two got, performances got, couldn't yeah. could perform, like, because the is outside fighting.
1: Like. Like, <laughs> like, never got to perform, bro. I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know if trade lost the contact, but never got to perform. Absolute worst was I was, I think I was performing with him.
3: Um, I wonder if we have the same one. I'm curious.
1: Uh, we were downtown. and It was some uh, people in your fraternity or, like, people was cool with your fraternity. Mm. Like, it was at the Kingdom, I think.
3: Or the top. You think it was the top? It changed it, it changed so, to yeah. the top. Yeah. So like, yeah, I think it was the
1: top back then. Like, so, we, we get there, like, it takes forever for us to perform. I think they were promised everybody free alcohol, like, for the drink. That didn't happen. <laughs> like, you know, get to the bar and they're like, yeah, it's like 6.50. I'm like, you yeah. like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. It takes us, like, hours to perform, so... I don't know if he remember this, but I remember this. I'm trying to get on stage, and I actually slip, Like, so immediately, I know it's about to not go well. Like, I, like, stepped on stage, and I, like, slipped in front of, like, people. I ain't my ass, but it was, you seen that shit. So I'm like, shit, all right, cool, it's whatever. Then, I'm pretty sure we had the quarter mics, which I, I fucking can't stand performing. Yeah. So as we perform one of our songs, my chord actually falls out. Like And like, for like a good portion, I know my shit coming up. And I don't recognize it until like I'm at the middle of the verse. So I'm trying to do like unders for him and like shit. And I'm like, yo, why am I hitting myself? And I'm just like, oh shit, bro. Like the, the fucking chords on the ground. So I like snag the chord and like catch it like in time for my verse. Mm-hmm. Like do that shit. And then like music was fucking up in the back. It was it was it was a bunch of wild shit. Oh, and then we had another one with him. See, see how I performing this <laughs> nigga? <name? laughs> nah, I love this, this nigga. But we had another one to where he had a it was like a, a daydream event, and we had the worst DJ of all time. Mm-hmm. The worst DJ of all time got there late. Then he was cool, you know. What I'm saying conversation, you know. What I'm saying smokes. So I was like, all right, bro, cool, smoke. Then he was setting up shit. He forgot like a speaker. Then like he forgot like a couple chords and it was like oh, what the fuck going on? <laughs> Same shit happened. We tried to perform and then music's fucking up, stopping. I think we had to like stop like early. Shit was stupid, man. It had so much potential. It was it was like a dope event. But...
3: Shit was rocket too, that's the crazy. Yeah! thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Worst DJ of all time. I don't remember him, but not no shout out to you, bro. <laughs> 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 DJs will make DJs or live bands will make a break your own. Life, For period. sure.
0: Period.
2: I guess for me, my best performance was uh, probably back in Lynchburg. So this one night, they basically had an open mic type thing, and they invited me there. I had just finished a project, so I had like 10 minutes of leftover bars, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, used to, I used to just like bars and bars and bars and bars. So, I think that speaker's dying. But mm-hmm. uh, I had so much leftover bars, and they were like, you just, we just rapping. We come in there and rap. And I was like, oh, shit. I was mad confident at the time, you know. <laughs> so I went up in there, and these niggas kind of like... Right. And it was just one guy on the drums playing the beats over and over. I was like, well, is this is boom bap shit? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> <"Yeah."> <laughs> I went up there and for like six or seven minutes. And then, yeah. Niggas went nuts, you know what I'm saying? And it was fire. Worst performance? uh was probably, I think, in Knoxville, Tennessee. It was a little bit, it was a few months after that, basically. This club promoter hits me up because uh, one of my friends I think moved out there and told him about me. He hits me up and he's hyping this shit out of his club. He's like, yo, yo, you gotta come through perform. Uh, basically same type of setup or whatever. He's like, nah, but there's gonna be mad people there. I've been handing out flies all around city all week. Like hyped the hell out of this thing to me. I drive five hours over there. There's like 20 people there. There's like 20 people in the crowd total. Uh it's at a bar too, I wasn't 21 yet. So the bartender's like, I know you're not 21 as soon as I got there. Like, oh my gosh, gosh. gosh. Yeah, bro. So, like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. so, like, so I was like, damn. I was like, somebody get up in here with half of these 20 people. <laughs> <laughs> and the beats, same type of shit. The beats they was playing up there, it wasn't boom bap shit. They were trying to be on some super new school shit, but the DJ, it's just he was playing his own beats. He wasn't DJ. He was oh, playing his own beats. his oh. yeah. And so I gave it a couple minutes, but I was just like, I I think this somebody took a video and I'm just saying on that, like, yo, I came back to this shit, but I'm out. After <laughs> like a few minutes, so I was like, bro. I ain't doing this shit no more. Damn, nigga. Yeah. That was my worst performance. Shit. mm mm-hmm.
1: What was you,
3: Mikey? Uh, I don't know. Um, worst performance? <laughs> Shout out to the speaker. Shout out to the speaker. Um first time. Brian, I'm blessed. The first performance, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but when we went to Baltimore and we did an open mic performance oh, for a collective okay. of people, and we were young in the game, but...
1: I lost my favorite jacket that day.
3: Super time. confident. So, like, we came in well prepared, we got our songs ready to go, we wanted to do our thing, and it was nowhere near, like, prepared we thought it would be. Like, there was three of us, and we had one mic. It was a corded mic that would go in and out. And that bitch was stuck to the stand. And you yeah. and you couldn't move the mic. No, so you imagine three dudes around one mic like we was a boy band, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, killing it. Like So that was interesting. <laughs> Definitely built adversity, but it, it kind of showed that we were early in the game type stuff. That yeah, was super
1: early. Super you
3: know what I'm saying? Like twenty
1: thirteen.
3: Super, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then uh flash forward, I guess my best performance would be my most recent one. I did my most like Latest single that uh, was doing pretty well, so I showed it. I showed it off to a bunch of people in the, in the in the club, but I can only do one song. But I was glad I did that one song just based on the reaction. People were kind of reacting to the song and just having people fully engaged in the song that you make is kind of like a different feeling. You know what I mean? Like even if you have them for two and a half minutes, but have people locked in for that two and a half minutes, yeah. just kind of show that you were doing something right. So I'd probably say that's my, my favorite performance so far. That's lit, because
1: I was about to say that was your least favorite.
3: Oh, no. Like, sure. it, it's, I mean, given the situation, yeah, it sucked, but like, I got to do that one song. But when I did that one song, it just had a genuine reaction to that one song, you know what I mean? So it just makes you think, like, imagine I mean, if I had a ten minute set. Imagine, know yeah, I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's fire, though, mm-hmm. All right, that Great song. Yeah? I think like that was a good introduction. It was. It was, yeah,
1: it sir, a little
0: bit. i can't saying.
2: tell
0: you everything. I'm in it the first game. I'm hot. some more in time. You know what I'm saying. That's all right. So hit us up like we said for the interviews, the visuals, the music reviews, the charging of the speaker, and whatever else you need, we got it. We do flyers. Okay, <laughs> if you need flyers, if you need to promote something. Hit us up with that too. And uh, definitely tune in uh, Monday at 7 p.m. We're uh, gonna be interviewing Monty. All right, so it's definitely gonna be lit. Appreciate y'all. Ooh. And yeah, this is poetry and politics and births and possessions. Big Bird. <sighs> <sighs>